Good morning, good morning. Now, I don't know why on Wednesday morning I don't hear the music. So I follow Jean-Philippe's beat, you know, so he's moving like this and I'm trying to follow his rhythm. And then I wait for the thumbs up and I know it's ready to go. My friends, I love, 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 love this chapter because it's all about how to say no. It's called Principle 42, Just Say No. Welcome to Principle 42 with Jack Canfield. I'm Maria Mariano, 41 years in multi-level marketing business, and I come from a, uh, an upbringing that you always said yes. When your mother asked something, you said, yes, actually you didn't say nothing. You just did it, right? You just did it. And why I love this principle, because if we want to live our dream life, we need to explore the power of saying no with class. Saying no can mean, you know, the difference between having time to work on my goals or being overwhelmed with tasks that don't align me with my values. So I'm going to give you Two examples here. So my mom wants me to clean the house. I clean the house, I clean the house, I clean the house. But Saturdays and Sundays in my Tupperware business, it is the most paying time of the week, okay? So finally, this is part of my story that you guys don't know. Finally, when I'm 18 and I start Tupperware, I decided to hire a cleaning lady and I said, I'll pay for it. Of course, I never paid for it. It was my mom that ended up paying for it. But it didn't make sense for me that wanted to achieve directorship to keep cleaning her house in the two most productive par uh, parts of the week. Everybody follow me here? Okay. And even if she was my mom and she was my business leader, she still treated me like a child because I was living at home. And the second example I'm going to give you is another one. Now I'm older, I'm married. And one of my friends, Sally, goes through a divorce, a very horrible divorce where her husband was making half a million dollars a year. And she ended up the day after tomorrow with nada. Okay. So I knew she didn't have the money to um, hire a painter to go in her new apartment. So while she went out and did a Tupperware party, me and Monique, another one of my directors, we went and painted her apartment. But you see, Monique, the problem is I'm no painter. I never painted in my life. The mess we made, the, the time it took to do it. And then when she came back and she told us she sold $1,800, me and Monique look at each other and we said, what's wrong with this picture? We should have just hired a painter. You know, it would have been so much cheaper for me to go do a party at $1,800 and take that $400 cash and give 200 to the painter. Everybody follow me? So there's ways of, of, of saying no without saying no, because today as we're recapping in the mastermind, the chapter, I don't want anybody walking away and turning into no machines. You know, this is not the objective of the chapter, but you need to ask yourself, what is holding me back that's making me feel overwhelmed that I never have time to achieve my goals? And how can I do it differently? Okay, just like any habit, learning to say no requires practice and intentionality. By the end of this podcast, you will have a better understanding of the importance of saying no. And, and sometimes you, you, you don't say no, but you don't do it, but you hire somebody. Example, my sister has the birthday party. She knows I make amazing entrees because of all the Tupperware recipes and everything, right, Jean-Philippe? And she goes, can you do them? I, 
I, I can't, but I won't say no because of my upbringing. I said, absolutely. But then I, I asked Sylvie, who works here with me, I sent her to Andanis with a list of all the entrees to buy for the birthday party. It doesn't matter, you know, where they came from. She just delegated to me to have the entrees for the birthday party. So there's many ways, like I want you to walk away with this knowledge. So just before diving into discover this, I want you to share the podcast. And this is what I want you to write today. Are you struggling to find the time and energy to pursue your goals and your dreams? Dot, 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 listen to this podcast. Because I'm telling you, a lot of you out there do not have any more energy to focus on your goals and your passions and your dreams because you're just walking fast, going nowhere all the time. I do this podcast in the morning. It's part of my passion. It's part of my dream to read every day, to intentionally write down notes. So we created this podcast, but I couldn't be doing it if I had to drive my kids to school. You understand Jean-Philippe doing this? Like all these reasons or uh, rather excuses are good not to do what I need to do to go to my next level. So I really want you to walk away with that. Number two, OMG, the group inspirational, the millionaire of the diamonds is exploding, guys, exploding. So once again, Marie-Pierre, over to you to explain the six liter stock pot worth over $300 for free, the draw, or if you prefer, and solters, a three liter solter, same value, different function. And when we beat the 3000 members, we'll draw both. So Marie-Pierre, how do I get tickets in the draw? Yeah, so there's many ways you can get tickets in the draw. So the first way is when you comment on any post on the group with six words and more. Yes, it's gonna give you one ticket in the draw. The second way to give and to get ticket is when you do a post on the group. So it can be a picture, it can be a video, it can be a live. Every post you do on the group will give you a ticket in the draw. And the last way is to invite someone new and when the person uh, accept the invitation and post on the group, uh, thank you to Liz to <laughs> invite me to the group. Now you have a ticket in the draw and your new friends too. So both you will get the ticket. Thank you. And our number one contributor, ta-da, drum roll, Jacqueline Stockley. Oh my God, her content. Can I tell you guys, myself, I've been going to the group, just to let you know how rich it is. Myself, I've been going to the group and listening to videos and I'm saying, what can we use at the CATS conference for July? What can I use at the SFL in November? I don't have to go on YouTube anymore. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you for do those doing lives. Uh, remember when you go live, it gives you a lot, a lot of power. And lastly, I want to thank everybody with a warm welcome on Podbeam. Lise, I love that you say, good morning, Matthew. Matthew, the same thing. You know, this is this, the equivalent when you're walking into a room um, and people are welcoming you, you don't feel like a stranger. So being very generous and welcoming people on Facebook, on Podbeam, on Zoom, just creates this incredible community. Remember, the community, the millionaire of the diamonds, is born out of my immigrant family that immigrated here towards the end of the 1960s, right? Where the vision was to become a millionaire and live their dream life. And then the diamonds that just took it to a whole new level. And because the names are very neutral, we use it, the millionaires of the diamonds, which is the podcast. 
The, the mission is simply to level up each day and work on being a better version of ourselves. And I said to the podcasters this morning, yesterday something happened with my husband. And if it was before we started doing the podcast, I would have gotten so pissed. I would have yelled like the Italian that I am. And yesterday I kept my shoes of peace. And you know why I kept my shoes of peace, Trish? Because I'm doing the podcast. I work every day on mastering my emotions, on being a better version of myself, of leveling up. Leveling up. So I want to say a big thank you to the entire podcast community. And number two, the vision is through this positive attitude, this gratitude attitude to build a thousand millionaires, a thousand multi-millionaires, because the only people that are truly successful are those, Sabrina, that smile all the time and walk in gratitude. So with no further ado, over to you, Jean-Philippe. Yes, thank you, Maria. Good morning, everyone. So I'm here to explain you the concept of saying no. Okay, where does it come from? Actually, it comes from a world that is becoming more competitive. Not necessarily like that we are in competition with the others, but actually that all the company and everyone around you like want to compete for your attention. So actually what is happening is that we have less and less focus and concentration to accomplish our task. Why is it this way? It's mainly because of the explosion of the communication now. You know, all the technology and now with the technology, even strangers get access to you, okay? And just to make it feel, okay, how it is really, okay, actually that competition, there is a part of the book that I really love because when I, I read it, I smile because it represents actually probably the life of so many people all around us and sometimes even ourselves. So complete stranger can reach you by telephone, cell phone, pager, okay, fax, nobody use that anymore, regular mail, who's using that, okay, instead of getting like things from the government, <laughs> express mail or even email. They can email and instant message you at home, at work, and uh, and on your handheld computer. If you're not there, they can leave message on your answering machine or your voicemail. If you are there, they can interrupt you with call waiting. It seems everyone wants a piece of you. Your kid wants to ride, wants ride, or to borrow the car. Your coworker wants your input on projects that are not your responsibility. Your your boss wants you to work overtime to finish a report he needs. Your sister wants you to take her kids from the weekend. Your child's school wants you to bake four dozen cookies for teacher appreciation day and be a driver for next week field trip. Your mother wants you to come over and fix her screen door. Your best friends want to talk about his impact impending divorce a local charity wants you to head up the annual luncheon committee and your neighbor wants to borrow your van to pick up some uh, some lumber at home depot and an endless slew of telemarketers want you to subscribe to the local newspaper contribute to the nearby wildlife sanctuary or transfer all your credit card debt over their new cards even your dogs are wake are claiming for your attention
So I'm pretty sure that there's a couple things that you feel like, oh yes, this is my life. It's probably the parents feel this way, having kids, having teenager, okay, completely change the situation. But yes, so what is happening is that we have so many more projects that are just adding, adding, adding to our list, okay? And so we have less and less time and it's over our own personal capacities. So what is happening is that actually we have an unconscious desire to make good impression for our entourage. But like we see the result is that actually we have less and less time, okay? But, um, sorry, 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 uh, is the most, yeah. So we have less and less time and actually we have less time for our precious need because they are not satisfied. So we want to be a, a person in success. So what do we need to learn? We need to learn to say no. We need to learn to sometimes give up to certain uh, uh, certain ask of other people. We need to stop being distracted by everything. So we need to learn to say no without feeling guilty. And this is what Marie-Pierre will help you in a few minutes, okay? So if you want to have your dream life and live that dream life, you must actually eliminate tasks in your schedule and in your calendar that are not worth it. Because there is thief, okay, out there. They, call, they are called thief of time. So what can we do, okay, to stop those thief, okay, of taking our time? Because sometimes we're busy, but we're not disciplined. We are in action, but we don't have focus. We are walking fast, but going nowhere. So what do I need to know? One of the first thing is I need to identify what are my big no-nos, okay? What is that forbidden list? Okay, that if somebody asks you this, is you know it's maybe against your value, against your work ethic, and it directly you don't have to argue with those people, it's just a no. So, what can it be if you want to actually respect yourself? Okay, so just to give you a few examples, okay, and I've uh, I've taken my personal example. So, what are my no no's? I never loan money. Okay, I'm not a bank. If people want to loan money, they need to go to the bank. Okay, on my in my schedule on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, even if somebody is asking me to do a social activity, it's a no because I'm working. Okay, those are my day, my evening that I work. So for sure, okay, even if they told me, well, you are an autonomous worker, you're supposed to. Yes, I choose to work those days. Okay, so it's a big no-no for me. Uh, in my also in my job, okay, I never met somebody, okay, before they have done something in the business. So even if that new consultant is so excited and so motivated, okay, if he's not present or he does not attend to a meeting or uh, things like that, he haven't tried something on social media. I will not meet it alone. Okay, he needs to make some proof, okay, before I met it. I don't take call, a messenger call from other consultant of other team. Yes, I'm really present in the community of Les Diamants, okay, people see me a lot, but I don't answer their call because most of the time they can write me and I can uh, direct them to the right resources. And also, I don't explain things that we have a tutorial for. 
So those are my no-nos. So when I got those asked, okay, from even if it's people from my team, okay, it's a no-no, okay? No, it's not because you are part of my team that I will take this time to explain you something that has been done before. So know that. What is that that, that list? What are those, um, the, those forbidden things that for sure it's a no? So to help you understand how okay, it can also impact your life and how it's a, a journey to learn how to say no, Sarina will share with us a couple of examples of her life. Yes, because I was one of the person that was not able to say no. Uh, and it's a learning, it's a long-term process, as you said, Jean-Philippe. But when you just describe and when I wrote the book, it's really, oh, okay uh your your mom your sister your client the school the kids the dog are asking and it's it, it you feel so much it's it's too much too much <laughs> wait please when you're feeling like that it's because there's somewhere you didn't say no that you should say no and I will go give you three examples. For example, when I started my full-time business uh, at home, for my family, I was at home. So if they need something, I'm there. So, oh, you're at home, can you go please? I uh, go to the grocery because I won't have time or... I was working at home. I was not on the coach at home, but it was really hard to understand. But now I know that they understand this reality because just my mom, if she want to call me because she know that I'm in live a, a couple of times a day, she, she texts me, are you available? Before calling me now, she's texting me. So she know that, yes, I'm at home, but I'm working. So when I say no, they realized that, oh, she's work, working like me. But I was not showing it at this moment. I was not respecting myself. So I was saying yes. The day I started to say no, it's changed the reality. For my kids, yes, uh, they are doing sport. Uh, I, I'm going at school to do um, um, benevolo, uh, to do uh, volunteer. And um, before it was no matter where in the schedule, if they were uh, asking me, okay, I will go, or for some sport, oh, I, I have a meeting, but I can go to my meeting because uh, I have the sport of my kids. Now, first of all, the practice. My kids know that I'm not available for practice. So they are going, my husband is going, to the karate with the kids, to the skate with the kids. Uh, I know that in September, my, my daughter will start figure skating. I will be there because it's on Saturday morning. My husband have some event on Saturday morning. I don't have. So is it changing my schedule of work? No, I will be able to go. But now for the school, they, they know that I'm available two times a week, uh, two times a month, they know where I'm available. If they need at this moment, I can go. If they need our another moment in the week, 
I'm not available. So they, they just don't ask me. So yes, I'm, I'm going, I'm doing cooking for the school two times a month, but it's in my schedule every time the same moment. And if it's another moment, I'm not available. If my kids have competition, I will uh, look at it, but for the practice or for other moment, I have some place in my schedule fixed for it. And the last thing for the work, because for the work, sometimes the emergency of my uh, consultant or the emergency of my manager, it's not my emergency. And I remember Marie-Pierre two, three weeks ago asked me, oh, Sabrina, I need a video uh, for Monday. Uh, and I, I was knowing that it was my family moment on Sunday. And if I was doing her video for Sunday, for, for Monday, I need to cut my family moment that they know that it's on our schedule together. What I said, I said to Marie-Pierre, I can do it, but I'm not able to give you on Monday. It will be on Tuesday. If it's okay for you, I will do it. If it's not okay for you, you can find another person. So I was respecting my schedule of my family. And I was respecting that I know that you need this video. Is it okay for you? And she said, okay, no problem. So sometimes it's not mean that it's an emergency if they're asking you at this point. It's just sure that I will do it because we need some people doing those tasks. It's just that I will do it at the moment that it can fit on my schedule. And Marie-Pierre, I know that you have some tools to help learning or to say no the right way uh and it's really a real no and not maybe in one week <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly Sabrina, because it's so hard for a lot of people to say no so we need some uh, tips we need some uh, um, ways to say no so i will start with just to give you some tips on how you can say no so remember saying no is like learning any new skill so you will need to practice to be able to say no and remember that by saying no i'm not declining the request i'm not uh, i'm declining the request i'm not rejecting the person and remember that when you say yes to one thing you're actually saying no to something else and the other person is unlikely to take it badly and they will most likely understand why you say no and if people have the right to request, you have the right to decline. Don't apologize and give all sorts of reasons. Don't lie because lying will most likely lead to guilt. And remember that is uh, what you are trying to avoid feeling when you say yes to everything. So don't start saying no with lying and you will not go and uh, without the guilt. And remember that it's better to say no now than be resentful later be polite with thanks for asking and practice saying no when the and when you are uh, new to this start when the stakes are low and don't, don't just say oh i'll think about it if you don't want to do it because this will just prolong the situation and make you feel even more stress and remember you can still say yes yes you learn to say no but you can still say yes when they're staying aligned with your goal and your needs and you need to say yes 
to participate in your community because if you want to be part of a community, it's a culture of give and take. You can't, uh, can't always take and never give. So you can always look for your way to give back by using your strength. So how you can effectively say no? Five ways. Number one, just say it. We learned just do it, now I just say it. Don't beat around the bush or offer weak excuses. This will only provide an opening for the other person. So don't delay or stall either. Provide a brief explanation if you feel you need to, but don't feel compelled to say this. The less said, the better. Number two, be assertive and courteous. So you might say, I'm sorry, I can't right now, but I will let you know if, uh, when and if I can. So this approach is polite and will put you in a position of power by changing the dynamic. So you're taking charge, telling, uh, telling people you will let them know when and if you can. Another example, I appreciate your asking me for help, but I'm stretched too thin right now and uh, now to devote the time to be of the quality to help you. Or I would love to, but I can't now. Number three. Put the question back on the person asking. This is my favorite one. <laughs> so this is highly effective in a work situation. So let's say your supervisor is asking you to take on several tasks, more that you can handle. You might say, okay, I'm happy to help doing this, 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 this. However, I would need three weeks rather than two to do a good job. So how would you like me to prioritize them? So I love this one because when you receive a question, okay, perfect. Which one do you like the most? You need to choose. Oh, okay, no worries. I will ask someone else because we need both. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so I love this one. Number four, it starts with a compliment or a gratitude. So while you should be firm when saying no, you will also feel better if you are polite. So when letting someone down, it soften the blow by starting with a compliment. So express the gratitude as having been asked or invited. So I'm glad that you feel comfortable asking me to uh, do this, but it means a lot to me, but I can't do this now. And number five, thank and encourage the person. So you want to leave things on a good note so you can be firm without being rude or aggressive. So thank the person for thinking of you and wish them good luck. So again, I'm glad to know that you trust me to do this thing. Good luck to find someone uh, to do this task. So remember, yes, you can say no when it's something that is, does not fall in your four quadrants of time management that we covered last week. So if you are not sure, just think about this question. Use the best friend test. So if my best friend were telling me about this situation, what would I advise them to do? So usually you will find the right answer. And if your internal dialogue say no, learn to hear that voice before saying and deciding either way. So I hope with that you can learn to say no and feel good saying no, but remember, say yes to. <laughs> me out of Podbean. <laughs> Get back in. <laughs> okay, guys, go in the chat. And I want you to share on Podbeam and in the comments on Zoom that I can read in on Facebook, your one takeaway. Fast, fast, because I want to read some of you guys, okay? What is your one takeaway after Jean-Philippe 
Sabrina and Marie-Pierre shared how to say no with class. While you're writing that down, I want to close with this. We have learned the importance of saying no and how to do it effectively. Wouldn't you agree? That, that, that's, you know, I really want you to leave with that. Remember, saying no is not about being negative. It's about setting healthy boundaries and protecting your precious time. You know, we want to be that type of person that people want to gravitate around. Well, you got to be in a feel good. Nobody wants to gravitate around the person that's a grouch, that's always upset that's always frustrated because of their incapacity to say no, right? Because it's going to come, it, I mean, life is a balance. So it, it, if you can't say no, then you're going to, there's an unbalance and that unbalance is going to affect something else. You see, life is a whole. It's a sum of the parts, right? It's a whole. So we need to be in a field good all the time. Saying don't know is not selfish. It's about taking care of yourself and ensuring that you have the time and energy to pursue. Again, I'll repeat your passion and goals. I've been able to pursue my passion and goals for the last 41 years because coming from a world where we don't say no, I learned to say yes with delegation. Does that make sense, guys? I learned to say yes with delegation. So I, in my world, I never say no, but I find an alternative way that is much more productive for me. Sometimes I need to look in my first circle, in my family, friends, neighbors, and colleagues who I can delegate, and they're going to be very happy to help me out because I have the humility to ask for help. Sometimes it's going to be in my second circle, which is people I hire, okay? Sometimes it's going to be in my third circle, people that I feel this task will empower them. I could do it, but who can I make shine instead of me? So take action today and start saying no on on a, a way to empower, to, to hire, to, to, um, to, you know, cultivate the humility to ask for help. Keep working on this important scale and watch your productivity and success soar. So thank you very much, Trish, for answering. Saying no is a skill that needs to be practiced and developed. Thank you so much. Trish, yes, it's a skill. Saying yes to something means you say no to something else. Yeah, and it's that balance. What exactly are we saying yes to, to say no to what? Make sure you're, you're analyzing to, 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 to align yourself, to align yourself on your dream life. Remember, this is all about living our dream life. And, and Miriam Williamson said it the best. When I shine, when I'm successful, when I'm accomplished, I am giving the permission to my loved ones to do the same. But if I belittle myself and I fail to the name of, you know, saying yes to everybody, how can I empower my own loved ones to be successful? They're going to be a mirror of me. So I always say to moms and dads that are abused, I always say to them, you can't accept abuse because you're allowing your children to do the same to accept it. Once again, thank you everyone for joining us and hope to see you tomorrow. Bye-bye everyone.